Potential is potential, but determination wins the day. You know, if you're somebody that has potential but you don't take action, your potential's just sitting in the frickin' weeds, man. You need determination to get out there and do it. And to be honest with you, those with potential and determination are completely unstoppable. You cannot stop them. Those people that will not quit, you cannot stop. There are a lot of stupid millionaires. There are a ton of stupid millionaires. Because they had determination. They actually did the work. You don't have to be smart to be successful. You don't. You have to gain that knowledge and be determined to gain the knowledge, go through the steps, do the chores, work that grind and have that goal and do the day-to-day things that make results happen. Thank you for showing up today. Thank you for visiting Valonia Farm. It's been a while since I made a podcast on here. I've been uh, putting my determination and efforts into a separate podcast and trying to grow something else. You know, uh, being a dual podcaster or a serial podcaster like myself, I like to call it, it's, it's fun. It's fun. This podcast is my bread and butter. This podcast is my largest, finest podcast that I have ever had. And it's, and it's basically taking care of itself. I'm getting downloads every week. And it's, it's, it's just an honor. It's, it's an absolute honor. So those of you that are subscribed, that are listening to these episodes, I really, 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 really want to right now thank you from the high heavens. I really appreciate you and you are totally awesome. Just by throwing this in your ear. Because you make me determined to make another podcast. And it may be a long time in between, but uh, it's, it's you, the audience, that spurred the idea of me growing another podcast. You know? So, I really appreciate you. And you have given me the tenacity. And you have shown me what success is in the podcast. I, I never ever in my life thought I would get 10,000 downloads, but I got it. I never in my life uh, thought that I would have people buzzing and emailing and, and contacting me on Instagram and, and, and on my email. You know, but I, but I have it, you know. And those of you that are doing that, those of you that are keeping in touch, those of you that are, um, you know, out there, trying to be self-sustainable, those of you that are ordering chicks this spring, those of you that are, that are doing homestead dairy, why not, right? Why not give yourself that, that uplifted opportunity to reach your next thing, no matter what it may be, no matter what it may be, you know? And, and having that, and, and you guys, uh, it's, it's, it's just overwhelming. It, it, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing to have you. And I appreciate you. So thank you. 
You know, things slow down when you quit making episodes, and I've noticed that. I just went into my analytics just now, five minutes ago, for the first time. And it's amazing to see the total amount of downloads that I have. It, and, and the more episodes you crank out, the more regular you do it, 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 it flourishes, it grows. It just naturally, you come up in people's feeds more because those that are subscribed to you get a notification that you made a new episode, right? They are following you. It's kind of like being on Facebook, but you never post anything. You're basically never going to be in anybody's feed and you're never going to be noticed, right? You, you guys understand that. Same with Instagram and all that stuff. But when you're podcasting, it's same deal. If you keep showing up and you keep doing it, you keep growing. And you do that on your homestead. You do that for your kids. If you keep showing up for your kids, they are going to show you what their life is all about. You're going to be able to help them with their problems. And they're going to have a better life. You're a better parent. You know what I mean? All these things. Welcome to Valonia Farm, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being here. And I appreciate you. Wow, you know, I mean, we've slowed down. I mean, if you kind of wanted a, a short version of the farm status update, is uh, right now we do not have chickens. <laughs> they, they were pretty much down to laying nothing. They were getting old. We didn't have any new blood. There was a lady down the road that just loves chickens. She wanted more hens and everything. So we said, well, sure, you can have them for now. Are we ordering, ordering more this spring? Absolutely. We're probably going to go on the low end, though. We're going we're gonna to start small again. And, you know, we might eventually get a rooster and have them come over here, or I might get hatching eggs from somebody and run the incubator again. But, you know, right now my incubator is not running. We were talking about quail, and, uh, yeah, we might get into quail again. You know, they were, they were pretty good. They were easy. And uh, we'll be getting into that again this spring, you know. I mean, we're all talking about our chicken orders right now. It's February, right? This is when we start thinking about what is in the future. And this winter is a totally different winter. It's been very busy because I haven't been holed up in, in the house or in the plow truck. And, and I haven't been, uh, you know, I, I mean, we've been busy. It's nice weather. There is zero snow on the ground. It freezes every night. Uh, it does not snow during the day. And there is zero snow on the ground in Minnesota in January. I've never really seen this, I don't think. I don't think I've ever seen this. Uh, I, I do run a snowplow truck. I, I mean, I've been in there a few times this year, but nothing worth mentioning. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a different year. Our cow right now, we are not milking because she is dried up. She's going to be having a calf in May. We dried her up early. Uh, we had some um, stuff coming up, some vacations and this, that, and the other thing. So we just dried up the cow. You know, and uh, when I was out hunting, uh, you know, she was she was misbehaving. So, well, guess what? You get to be dry now. And we've been actually getting our raw milk and our eggs from a local homesteader, just like the people that come to Valonia Farm to get what they need. You know what I mean? Um, 
you know, we've got all this good venison that I got this year and, you know, butchering has been one of those things that uh, I've gotten a lot better at in the past several years and we've gotten some better equipment. So, I mean, our freezers are full. Um, we're purchasing uh, eggs and milk right now because our cow's dry. And when we start milking again, you know, we're going to have a calf and you know what? We're, we're going to have our own milk again. Uh, we pretty much plan on buying chickens this spring. So come October, November, you know, we're going to be getting eggs again, you know. And next year, I would have to think, is going to be an actual real winter, uh, unlike this one. I mean, right now, it's like living in southern Missouri, you know. I mean, this time of year, yeah, we got a little snow here and there, but it's nothing and it didn't stick around long and we're cutting trees and doing this and doing that. And it's February and we have no snow. <laughs> so this is just something that's, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't know that I've ever seen this in my life. I don't know that I've ever seen this in my life. I mean, there was a number of years ago where we had an awful early spring, like an 80 degree or 70 degree St. Patrick's Day, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, it looks like next few weeks, you know, the temperatures are gonna dip and the highs during the day are gonna be right about, right about that freezing point. But, and then at night it gets down into the teens and 20s, but uh, yeah, our weather has definitely been something different. But you know, today I kinda wanted to talk about a subject matter, and that was, you know, drying up your cow. You know, I, I know we have pre previously done at least one episode on this, you know, but uh, you know, this is something that you kind of go into stages with when you dry up your cow. And I'm gonna give you the very simple explanation as to how you dry up your cow. You know, if you go on like a Facebook group and you go into cow groups, they're usually a little bit more authentic because, um, the people that have a family dairy cow, are, are they want to research this, right? And when you go into drying up your cow, you know, when do I do it? Your cow will pretty much tell you as they should need to be dried up, you know? And Buttercup was a really long time on her lactation when we did breed her, you know? She was over a year in when she was getting bred, and we wanted to make sure she popped her calf out in the spring, you know? I mean late April, which is still pretty cold outside, or May, which is still pretty nice outside. And then that, that calf would be big enough and stout enough by the time the next winter comes to survive the winter, you know, outdoors with the other cow. I mean, we do have a place where they can come inside, but you know, I mean, this calf would be stout enough and big enough to survive the elements, right? So surviving these elements is a big deal for the calf. And that is where we start with the breeding and drying up. Um, we honestly thought this winter was gonna be a son of a bitch like last winter. So it wasn't very hard to dry up the cow. But if there ever was a winter where we wanted to hand milk our cow, this would have been the one and we didn't do it, you know? Uh, thank God we're doing things the way we are, though, because my beautiful wife is going back to some schooling, right? So that's okay. That's okay. 
you know? And when we did dry up the cow, it, it, you can do it instantly, but it's not the way you want to do it. You know, say you're milking twice a day. Then you, you know, the cow's giving less milk as she's pregnant, right? And you want them to be dry for about that two month range. Two months is perfect. Uh, and they're gonna be giving practically nothing by the time you dry them up. You know, they just go down in production as they're pregnant. So, what you, what you kinda wanna do is if you're milking twice a day, which we were only milking once a day, but when the cow is fresh, we milk twice a day, right? And we do that for, oh, I don't know, a month or so, until the calf really knows how to drink a lot of milk. You know, because when they're first popped out, they're not going to drink that much. And we wanted the cow to produce, so we got to milk. You know what I mean? And so if, if you're milking twice a day and you're getting a, a fairly significant amount, you're going to want to narrow that down to once a day. So then we get down to once a day. Now this is family milk cow. This is one way to dry up your cow. This isn't all the ways to dry up your cow, okay? This is just how we do it. And you get down to that once a day point. Now, we're busy people. We love to live our life. That's why we get to a once a day milking. We do a regular milking during once a day. But if you are twice a day, get down to once a day. Okay, then your pail will be a little bit more full. Is that a word? More full? More fuller? Okay, whatever. Uh, your pail will be full but you will only have to go through the motions once a day and only have to filter once a day. You know what I mean? So you get down to that. Then once you get down to hardly anything, you know, and you're getting into that two to three months before they have that calf, you're going to want to give less and less great grain and stuff as you're going through this. So you, you give less grain and then pretty soon you are down to almost nothing. Now the reason you're doing this is because you don't want them to get a whole lot of nutrients and everything as you're drying them up because the nutrients are what makes them produce milk and that's what their body is used to doing, right? And you don't want them to get like a milk fever or anything. So you don't want to just pump them full of grain when they're not being milked. You know, that's why dry cows definitely have a pretty skimpy diet, usually. And Buttercup is no different than anyone. She gets no grain while she's dry. And she only gets, you know, hay. And it's not alfalfa hay, it's just grass hay. For right now. She can get alfalfa a little bit here and there, but you don't want to give her too much. You know, you don't want a lot of that milk-producing stuff to, to, to be in her. You know, because otherwise she would... That, that really throws their body for a loop because they can't get rid of it. And then they'll get a milk fever because it's trying to burn off everything that they're doing. You know what I mean? So you eliminate grain. You try to give them a substantial hay, but not like an alfalfa, not like a pure alfalfa. You could do a mix, but you really... You know, in my opinion, it's, it's, it's a good idea to just give them a grass. You can do what you want, but that's just my opinion. We, we give them straight grass, which will fill them up, give them a good bulk, keep them busy, keep them eating, keep, keep the calf growing. But, uh, and, and, and you know, obviously the endless water 
You know what I mean? And, you know, we'll go out there every now and then with treats, you know, like apples or carrots or something like that, you know, and, the, and the, she loves them. But the, the quantity of that is not enough to uh, initiate like a milk fever, you know, it's just a treat. It's not a, it's not a, a all-in, balls-out, calorie-filled meal, you know what I mean? And you just basically quit milking them. You know, and it's going to be hard to watch that udder for a couple days. It is. It's going to be hard to watch that udder. And sometimes, like this year, you know, I mean, we didn't really get a choice on when we dried her up because uh, she was misbehaving while I was on the hunting trip and I'm the one that lays down the law with her. So, it, it uh, you know, she was actually squirting out a little milk onto the ground just standing there. And you've got to watch that, you know? And we weren't able to neck down, we, we weren't able to do it the way we wanted to. But ideally, you want to get down to almost nothing for nutrients and then just turn them loose on the hay and quit milking them. And ideally, you know, you would do it a month or two before they have that calf. You know, two, two to three months before they have that calf, rather, not a month, you know? And eventually, you know, they're all dried up. They're not milking right now. They're out there eating their hay, drinking their water, loving the farmyard. And right now she's alone. I mean, we have a horse, you know, and they don't really keep company to speak of. Uh, they're not in the same pen. There is a fencing between them. And right now she's waiting to have a calf. And personally, we can't wait. You know, she's gonna be having this calf in three months. We were gonna dry her up in February where we ended up doing it in the beginning of November, you know, when we thought we were actually going to have a winter. <laughs> Hindsight 2020, right? But um, yeah, so we're going into this growth season and we, we are renewing our farm right now. You know, we don't have the, the stagnant old things. We're gonna have a brand new calf in the spring. We're probably gonna have a bunch of new birds in the spring. Later in the year, you know, if we eat all these chickens we got in the freezer, you know, we're probably gonna be getting some roosters or meat birds that we're gonna be butchering, you know? And hey, I, I couldn't be looking more forward to it. You know, we got a few remodels going on, but uh, while those remodels are going on, we can certainly take care of all this uh, uh, farmy business this summer, which I love doing. I absolutely love it. You know, plus we got a lot of wood to split and this, that, and the other thing, you know, so we're, we're busy. We're still busy. We're still living life. We're still doing everything we want to do. It's just that the farm life part of it has slowed down significantly. Uh, I put a lot of effort and energy into a new podcast that I have. Which, by the way, if you want to listen to it, it's, a, it's about people uh, and their archery journey. You know, whether they're a target archer or a hunter, you know, it's about their archery journey. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of a fun thing to listen to and, and, and just, just get into that if you're into the archery scene. Or, or if you're just a hunter or if you just want to hear motiv motivational things about life that somebody else has done something successful in their life on a different realm doing their hobby or sport that they enjoy, you know. So this has definitely, slowing the farm down has definitely given me an opportunity to thrust forward with that. 
that podcast is seeing significant growth. They're obviously not as big as this podcast and not as many countries or, or uh, not as many uh, people listen to it because it's, it's, it's a fairly local podcast. You know, we, we, we're definitely kind of talking about the region here. So it's, it's definitely that. So, but anyway, thank you for tuning in today and God bless you. If you have any questions, please email me at ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. I really appreciate you, you know, getting this cow dried up and everything earlier this year. That was great. Uh, Things are going well for us. I really hope they're going well for you. I haven't been listening to as many podcasts as I want to lately because I've been doing more creating than listening. But that being said, you know, I mean, if you got something good that I should be listening to, please send it my way. And uh, those of you that that were emailing me when I was very active on this podcast... I still appreciate you. Uh, Keep in touch. Let me know where you're at. Let me know how butchering went. You know, Chris, I know you were up to a lot of shit there, especially before the holidays. I want to hear about it. You know, shoot me an email. Um, My other podcast is interview-based. This one, you know, I've only interviewed one person. I might interview more on it eventually. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... You really don't know where life's going to go until you until you start going down the road, you know, and, and you make new discoveries and everything, and, and, and things have been going really well. Um, yeah, and I appreciate it. It really gave me a new sense of satisfaction today to get into this podcast, to log in and see where it's at and where it's going, you know, and come June here, you know, they're doing a lot of things different with the platform that I use. And they're going to have different creation, uh, different ways of creating it. And I'm a little concerned that, that because I don't know how to do it, but it's something that I have to learn, if that makes sense, in order to keep creating. So I am going to keep creating. And I am going to keep doing these podcasts. And I do want this domain to stay alive. So those of you that... Uh, are out there and, and and we're wondering about that I appreciate you and thank you and all those things and as always on Bologna Farm when we sign off we appreciate you and God bless you anyway have a good one <laughs>